0: Hello and welcome to the Beer Breath Podcast. It is Friday, November 30th, 2018. Happy Friday, the last day of the month of November. Get ready for December. Get ready for the holidays. We're going to talk about a couple stories here today. Uh, It should be a funny episode, I hope. I hope it's entertaining for you all. I am by myself. I am by myself in a hotel room in Nebraska. I'm up here for work training. I was not able to get with the guys this week. They put together the episode for Wednesday. Today is Friday, so let's get ready for it. Sports and beer and so much more. Hottest topics on the cutting room floor. Bunch of friends having a blast get ready for. I've got a beer review for you today. I figured if I'm going to be at a hotel by myself, I might as well just start drinking and getting super drunk and making a podcast. Hopefully this works out for me today. I'm drinking herd law. It is a Kincaidor brewing company craft beer. It is a honey wheat ale Kincaidor brewing company um, is a brewing company in Nebraska. I thought that would be fitting. Um, uh, they've got a couple different places. I think, um, This one was brewed, I believe, in their Broken Bow, Broken Bow, Nebraska location, Um, and it was bottled on my birthday. Funny enough, so that's uh, fitting, I guess. Twelve fluid ounces in this beer. It's a honey wheat ale. I don't know if I said that already. Uh, Honey wheat ale, herd law. It's got a uh, on the bottle. It's got like a. It's like an old western theme. So it's like orange and brown, and the uh, it looks like a shootouts going on right now. So the guy's reaching for his six shooter. Uh, I was going through the liquor store, and I was looking for something local, uh, something in Nebraska. And I found this. I just I really just saw the label, and I thought it was super cool. I always like that old western theme of stuff, you know, just the outlaws out there just shooting themselves like dumb fucks. First taste, it's good. Um, the funny thing about me traveling is I don't have a bottle opener, so I'm not like most men my age, I guess I, everybody's got a fucking bottle opener somewhere. Um, and I'm not wearing those Metro sexual ass flip flops with the fucking bottle opener on the bottom. So I had to get a little creative. It's like a little redneck ingenuity and a, a key on my key ring to get this bottle open. But yeah, first taste, it's good. Uh, it's a wheat ale. Let me see here. <laughs> what do they say exactly? Golden wheat ale. And it's got honey harvested from hives right here in the sand hills. So it gives it that little honey taste. Let's get another taste in here. I guess let's get the 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 Dom smell. Get the Dom whiff in there. Oh yeah. I'm drinking it out of a bottle because I didn't bring glasses. Uh I'm in a hotel. So bear with me. I'm enjoying it. Got a couple of beers to try. There's another Nebraska one that I really wanted to try. What did we try that one time? I think it was, that had to be the Lucky Bucket Brewing Company is another brewing company in Nebraska. Uh, I I think I saw some of that here too, or at the liquor store, Uh, but I decided not to grab it because I already gave it a taste. But yeah, so Kinkater, Herd Law, pretty good stuff. I would recommend it. Uh, I'll get to my review later on that, the big old, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down review on that. But I'm sitting here in my hotel room, just trying to think of some funny stories to, to tell you guys. Um, I did, uh, I ordered room service the other day and I can't believe this is kind of a crazy story. <clears throat> so I ordered room service cause I didn't want to leave <laughs> and I'm by myself, right? So I didn't want to sit down at a restaurant and Eat by myself like a fucking weirdo So I ordered room service There's a bar and grill Attached to the hotel And it's got some really good food Anyway Ordered a chicken Grilled chicken sandwich And some cheese balls Up to the room And a cook. And I'm sitting here Watching TV or whatever Just kind of hanging out And I was waiting on the lady Like Not the lady Whoever was going to bring my food up uh, I was waiting on her <clears throat> Excuse me Waiting on somebody to bring my fucking food up. I was getting hungry at this point. It was almost eight o'clock, I think. And nothing, nothing, nothing. Knocked on nobody was knocking on the door. I was listening. Um, I finally heard some rustling out in the hall. I was like, what the hell is that? So I look out and I'm creeping on this lady through the peephole. And <clears throat> she's like messing with the plate, looking under the plate, uh, looking under it's it's super fancy. So they had the plate, right? And then there was a little cover on it, the little heat cover, whatever the fuck they put on it. Um it's all it's all on this tray that she brought and wheeled it up on this wagon. <laughs> and uh she pulled up uh opened up the lid and was checking the food out, right? She's checking the receipt, make sure she had everything. She probably should have fucking did that before she left the bar and grill, but that's none of my business. Um and I I was seriously sitting there watching her for at least five minutes through this peephole, and she wasn't doing anything. She kept looking at the ticket, looking at the door and she would like kind of walk around. She was kind of pacing around. She'd look at her phone and then she put her hand on her forehead. Like she was thinking about stuff. Um, And I, I was really weirded out and I wasn't necessarily weirded out by the fact that she was doing all this weird stuff I was more weirded out by the fact that I was sitting there watching her through the fucking peephole. Um, So that's kind of strange on my part. But I'm watching her and I'm watching her. And out of the blue, I swear, I farted on the other side of the door. Just ripped ass on accident. Just kind of like fell out. And she looks up. She looks up right at the door. I didn't know what to do. I like super fast opened the door. And I said, "Hey, you know, how's it going?" Just super nervously, and she's like, "Oh, oh, hey, hi, hey, I, uh, I've got your food." And she was like, kind of shaking, nervous. I don't know if I scared her or whatever. But then she starts laughing, and I said, "Oh, yeah." I was like, uh, "What's? Is there something going on? What's so funny?" And she's like, "Oh, I thought I heard something," and I didn't know what to say. I just said, "Oh, you heard that too." And I just started looking up and down the hallway. Like I was confused. That was to what happened when in reality it was me shitting myself on the other side of the door. So she goes off. I signed for my food or whatever I'm bringing in. I was just so embarrassed. I didn't know what to say. Luckily it was just a fart and I don't think it stank. Um, so that would have been real awkward if she would have smelled me as well as heard me. Um, That's just something I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life. Creeping on a girl for five minutes plus through the peephole and then farting. Let's talk about shit in your pants. I don't think that I can trust anybody over the age of 18 who hasn't shit their pants. Am I wrong in thinking that? I think that it's something that happens. It's a natural occurrence. I don't think you should be ashamed of it. You probably shouldn't. Tell stories on a podcast about you shitting your pants. But, you know, whatever. I don't think there's a good way to test your limits on shitting yourself. Not necessarily test limits on shitting yourself. Test your limits on your farting capabilities. Until you shit your pants. You really don't know your max push, so to speak, until you've shit yourself. There have been multiple times... Multiple times that I have tried to fart and shat. Um, One of the most recent times um, that I can think of is I had just eaten Mexican. So not a good start right off the bat. And finished up and I'm driving home. And this has happened to you before and if it hasn't, then you're lying. If you think that it hasn't happened, then you're lying. You get that crampy feeling in your stomach like, oof, something ain't right down there. Not, not a good sign right off the bat. So I'm driving and it's like a 30 minute drive home or something like that. And I get about 15 minutes into it and it's just unbearable, unbearable. And I do that move that this is the move that you've done. Come tell it to my face that you haven't done this and I'll slap you in the head. There's no way you lift your ass up off the seat. So my ass is about an inch, six inches to a foot off the seat. And I'm just clenching my cheeks, trying my absolute hardest not to shit. And some time goes by. I'm having contractions at this point. So it's on and off. I'm having that. I'm going to shit myself pain. And then it goes away. And then everything's fine. And I drive like five more miles. And then it comes back. And oh, oh, oh my God, I'm going to shit. Nope. Okay. We're good. We're good. And each each time this happens, you know, you got to lift your ass off the seat. So my, my ass is not touching the seat at all. Like my seat wouldn't detect that somebody was there. So wouldn't the seatbelt dinger wouldn't go off, you know, when you don't have your seatbelt on your seat can detect that somebody's sitting there and doesn't have their seatbelt on. It wouldn't have detected that at all because I'm not sitting in the seat. I'm basically standing on the floorboard because I'm clenching my cheeks so hard and trying not to shit. And I get about three miles from my house and I can't, absolutely can't hold it anymore. I tried to squeeze out a fart to relieve some pressure. And lo and behold, guess what happens? It wasn't a fart. It was some doo-doo. So that's kind of the most typical situation I can think of when shitting your pants you eat something and you just you can't make it you can't make it back to the house and that move I want to see somebody's face when they do that move I want to be driving by like passing somebody on the highway there's no way I'm going to pass somebody on the highway because you're driving 90 at this point fucking 90 miles an hour doesn't matter if you get a speeding ticket you just going to shit your pants anyway and the smell will get you out of it but I want to come across somebody who's having this exact same feeling and they're just lifted up out of their seat trying their damnedest not to shit themselves another situation that i can think of um this was back in high school actually and i don't know if my wife knows this story yet or not but i dated my wife in high school and i'm over at her house and I think we had just eaten Buzzards or something. Pizza place there in town. And we go out and hang at her house. And sit on the couch watching TV or whatever. And it hits me. Hits me like a ton of bricks. I gotta shit. But I think this was when we were... You know, that introduct Not really introduction phase. But I didn't want to shit at her house, basically. is what it came down to. I did not want to shit at her house. I wouldn't want to shit at my best friend's house at this point. Because I knew it was going to be bad. So... I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, I really need to go home, you know, I got stuff to do at the house, I got to do chores, blah, 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 making up any excuse I can to get out of there, and I'm getting ready to leave, you know, I'm trying to hurry out of there, she's like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see you again, blah, 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 and we're hugging or whatever, and I try to squeeze out just a little fart, just a tiny little fart to relieve some pressure to get me home, lo and behold it wasn't a fart. I done doo-dooed in my pants and I said, can I use your restroom? And she said, yeah. So I go to the bathroom and there's just smeared shit all in my pants. And so I, oh my God, I took my underwear off my boxers and I cleaned them out as best as I could. I'm in the bathroom for probably 10 minutes, 15 minutes. So she knows, she knows I'm going number two. She had to have known. Anyway, I take my boxers off. And I roll them up and I put them in my pocket. <sighs> I put them in my pocket. We go outside, you know, we give each other a hug or whatever goodbye. And I get in my car and I'm riding home with my stinky shit boxers in my pocket of my pants. Uh, I get home and toss them immediately into the dumpster. But that is one of the most uncomfortable moments of my life. one. I was shitting myself, so my stomach hurt tremendously. And two, you know, I'm trying to impress this girl. Um, Soon to be the love of my life, trying to impress her. And I just took a stinky shit in her house. And three, I shit my pants in the process. Shit my pants and then stuffed the underwear in my pocket. (sighs) Not a good start to the relationship, but... You know, here we are, a couple months into our marriage now, so either she didn't know and everything's Gucci, or she didn't know and she just didn't care. She understood. Maybe she was in that position one time. Maybe she didn't blame me. I don't know. She might be listening to this now, Friday, and we might be filling out divorce paperwork later on. I'm not really sure, but that was not my finest moment. Not my finest moment at all. The moral of the story is that if you shit your pants, it's okay. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Even the tightest sphincters can let out a little doo-doo sometime, okay? So it's fine. You don't have to blame yourself. You don't have to blame anybody else. You don't have to laugh at me for telling the story on the podcast. It's going to happen to you. It probably has happened to you. And that's just the way it goes. I'm kind of fat. Some of you might know this. Doctors put it nicely and say I'm slightly overweight. Uh, but yeah, not leading the most healthy lifestyle. Sitting in my room and ordering uh, room service and drinking beer probably isn't helping that any, but it's for your entertainment only. I'm a weird kind of fat though. <clears throat> I, I've i been calling myself fatletic. Um, I don't think this is a term I made up. But I also don't think I understand the definition of athleticism, but fat am fatletic, okay? Fat and athletic. Fatletic is when you're, like, uber-athletic, but, you know, you're morbidly obese, and so that's me. Like, I could do a kickflip on a skateboard, but sometimes it's hard to tie my shoes, you know? <laughs> like, I can... We can go to the court right now and I'd bust you up. You're at right? 1v1 shooting hoops. But it's hard to breathe sometimes. That kind of fatletic. And I don't know where that comes from. And like I like I said, I don't think I know what athleticism... I'm drunk. I don't think I know what athleticism means. I can go back home and have an argument with Trey about this probably all day. And what I'm what I'm referring to is a skill set. We discussed it on the podcast before, but... I've just got a skill set. I'm kind of a jack of all trades, not to brag or anything, kind of tooting my own horn here. Humble brags, but I'm just good at everything. That's kind of what I am. But I don't I, I don't know where all this started. I think it's just me emulating movements that I see that my fat ass watches on TV um, or watches on a YouTube video, just emulating those movements. I'm good at doing that. Not necessarily gifted in a strength or speed or, you know, rotational strength category or anything like that, but I can emulate movements, um, very well. And so that gives me an edge on, you know, picking up new things, you know, new skills, those skill sets. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know where that came from. Being fat's tough. <clears throat> it's not a choice. it is a choice I could do something about it but I'm too lazy Uh, I want to get healthy um I think it all kind of started in college it didn't start in college I was fat way before that but I think in college um I started to lose some of that obviously everybody kind of does not everybody but you know what I'm saying like I'm not in sports all the time anymore I uh Playing video games a lot. Playing video games in the uh, in the apartment complex. Whooping up on all my roommates in any video game imaginable. Going back to that skill thing, I guess, probably. But uh, quit going to the gym so much. Eating shittier foods. Not getting a home-cooked meal as often uh, as I used to. And that kind of led to being morbidly obese. Um, things to fix that. Things I think I can do to fix that. Uh, it's us go to the gym That'd be one of them eating better. I, I eat good now. My wife cooks me, uh, home cooked meals. Now my wife cooks very well. She knows how to cook. And maybe I think the problem comes with her too. She cooks too much food and I eat a lot of it, but she cooks good food so I can eat at home. Drinking water, drinking water is super important. And I don't do as much as that. One of the things that I think has led me down this path of disgusting obesity is, is drinking pop. I don't know what it is, but I I used to never drink pop. Um, I would still drink sugary drinks like, you know, Gatorade and pink lemonade and shit like that, but nothing ever that was really carbonated. But then I started drinking Dr. Pepper and those dark pops. And I think that really, uh, that really kind of sparked some things too. Sugar is addictive. And if you think that it's not, then you're wrong. Sugar and salt, two of what I would think are the most addictive things on the planet. And there's probably studies to prove that, but that's why they put, you know, so much salt and sugar in McDonald's cheeseburgers is because they have those addictive properties to make you come back and eat more and more and more and more. And then all of a sudden you weigh 1,500 pounds like I do. But yeah, used to sit around the apartment. Whoop up on my buddies in uh any any real video game out there. Call of Duty, you know, MX vs. A T V, you know, racing on dirt bikes and shit like that. <clears throat> NCAA football, 2K, all that good shit. Used to beat their asses. Let's do another beer review. What do you think? I've got another one here. Watchman IPA. It is uh, Empyrean Brewing Company, brewers of fine ales and lagers since 1990 in Lincoln, Nebraska. Another local beer here um, in Nebraska, like I said earlier. I'm staying in a hotel. I'm up here for work training. So I went to the liquor store and tried to find some local some local brews to try out. So this is uh, Empyrean Brewing Company, Watchman IPA, First Sniff. The Dom Whiff. It's good. Um, it's. I don't know, man. I mean, it smells like a IPA. I mean, like I said, I'm not a I'm not a beer snob by any means. I'm not a beer head yet. I'm trying to get there. So I can't really tell you. Oh, it's got this and this and this. And blah 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 blah. What I can't tell you is that women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy. Uh, there is a good saying on here. I kind of like this. So the the bottle is just um, it's like a green bottle, and there's kind of like this little uh, what is it? Aurora Borealis. What is it? Is that right? The like crazy thing in the sky that. You see up north or whatever. Anyway, it's like a little woodsy with that aurora going on. And it's like this dude, this man who's made out of rock, like a rock man, just wandering the forest or whatever. So he's the watchman. Like all great travelers, I've seen more than I remember. And I remember more than I've seen. That's fucking deep. If I've ever seen anything deep before. Which, Never mind it's good. it's good. I guess I can go back to the uh um, herd law <clears throat> the Concater herd law brew that I tried honey wheat ale um it's a good beer, it's a really good beer, uh, so good I've drank three of them here, I guess uh so I'm giving it a thumbs up. That's a thumbs up if we can find it in Kansas. I'll bring it back to the boys, have them try it out on one of the episodes, see what they think. Uh, Watch IPA. I'm going to sip on this for a little bit, and I will give you a review towards the end of the episode. Is there anybody on the fucking planet that could sit in a hotel room and talk to themselves like I can? I must be a fucking psychopath. This is weird. This is really weird. Uh, I hope it's entertaining for you. Um, I'm going to try to keep this conversation going as long as I can until I run out of ideas. <laughs> uh, but... Like I said, I'm up here for training. I got a hotel room. Um, I'm up here for the entire week. So I've just been kind of going to work and then kicking it here at the hotel. It's not a great place for like nightlife. Um, It's in Norfolk, Nebraska. You're probably not familiar with it. If you are, if you're from Norfolk, great fucking city. Love it. (laughs) But it's, I mean, I compare it to Emporia. Emporia, Kansas. So there's roughly 20, 25,000 people. Um, it's cleaner here and fancier, but not much. It's a nice town though. So I, I mean, I don't know anybody up here. I didn't really feel like chilling with uh, the guys I work with. They're all good guys and whatever, but we just don't really have that relationship yet. So I just come back to the hotel, order some food or whatever, drink some beer, get drunk, and do a podcast. Um, I've talked about it before, but the, the position that I'm in, um, the district that I work at, my dad is the district manager for. So when I came up here for training at corporate, I would say kind of like corporate headquarters, you know, everybody, everybody knows my dad. Um, so I, I'm getting this Tommy boy, this Tommy boy feeling real bad. And it's even worse, like worse or better. I don't know. It's worse or better this week because, like Tommy Boy, I have absolutely no fucking clue what I'm doing. So I've been up here for a week' training, trying to do my best trying to learn, but God, there's so much shit to learn. <laughs> and it's not really anything that I experienced before. So um, not really a lot to do with my major in college. Uh, kind of a funny story there. So I graduated with a personal financial planning degree. From Kansas State University, love the program, love everything that they're doing there. Got some buddies that are doing a podcast. Uh, If you want to check them out, it's called uh, School Smart Money Stupid. Uh, Great podcast to listen to if you want to tune up your finances. Um, And I'll always have that kind of financial stability. I think as far as like knowing what to do. Um, I'm broke, fucking poor, so not. It's kind of a do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. So if you got questions, come ask me. I'll try to help you out. But. That being said, graduated with a personal financial planning degree and I'm working in, (laughs) um, I'm wearing, working for one of the largest carbon steel providers in the Midwest. So working with metal, working with like CAD programs and stuff like that, if you know what that is, um, a lot more mechanical stuff than financial. So completely different, completely different. If you want to get into finance, if you want to get into personal financial planning, there's no other place I would recommend than uh, Kansas State. They're doing a lot of great things. They're doing competitions and stuff like that. They're ranked really high as far as a program goes. Uh, Great faculty and staff. Love it. Love it. Love everybody in there. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, I'm up here for training. So not a lot going on. Just kind of kicking it in my room. So I've had some time to think about things, trying to think of stuff to talk about during this podcast, Um, had some time on my hands away from the wife and the dog that always keep me busy, always keep me on my toes. So I just start like reading articles and uh, watching videos and stuff like that. And I've been reading about Elon Musk and I've been wanting to talk about him for a long time. But this guy's a fucking weirdo, man, and I can't figure him out. Like I'm intrigued and scared all at the same time. Um, he's been on podcasts that I've listened to. And he's he's just kind of a weird guy to listen to. He's from South Africa, I think. Um, but the biggest thing I wanted to get from reading these articles is that, like, we have not been back to the moon. You can make the conspiracy that, oh, we were never at the moon. We never landed on the moon. I don't give a fuck. We've been to the moon. But why haven't we been back? You know? And when are we going to go back? We always talk about Mars and sending these little fucking RC cars to Mars. I don't give a shit. Let's fucking go there. Let's fucking go there. And Mars is a completely different animal. That's fucking huge. That's big time. Let's just go back to the moon. You know? We're not trying to find other life forms on the moon. Let's just go back and say, yeah, we can fucking do it again. So checkmate all other countries. I don't give a shit. I'd like to go to the moon. I'd like to go to space. That'd be cool. Zero gravity. They've got those planes or whatever that take you up and then they like fall down. They like nosedive towards the earth and then back up and stuff. And it kind of simulates that zero gravity feeling. But being out in space would be insane. Imagine it's super quiet out there. That would creep me out. I would have to have like, I don't know, some music playing on a Bluetooth speaker or some shit. But space is crazy. When are we getting back to the moon? That's what I want to know. I want to get back to the moon in the next two years. And I also, this is, I don't know why I was even thinking about this, but I was thinking about aliens. I've been thinking about aliens a lot. We talked about ghosts in the podcast. I think ghosts are hundred percent real. I think they're among us because there's some weird shit that I just can't explain. That's happened to me. I've heard stories. I've seen ghostbusters, shit like that. It's real. hundred percent. Are aliens real? Raise your hand if aliens are real. Raise it right now. In your car. At your desk. I don't give a fuck. Are aliens real? I think so. I think there might be aliens here. I have no idea. I think Elon Musk is an alien. I have no idea. That's just my thought. I think aliens are here. If they're not here, they're watching us. And figuring out what the fuck stupid move we're going to make next. Or they're thinking like... These people are so dumb, we can go in and start running their country or start abducting people or whatever, and they wouldn't even know. They wouldn't even know. What if you've been abducted? Like, you know, you get those weirdos out there that say, oh, I was abducted by aliens, man, I was out in the wilderness, and I came back all butt naked, and I was abducted by aliens, and they shoved something up my ass. Those guys, I think, are tripping on something. They're on some weird drugs. They're laced, I don't know, mushrooms, whatever, fucked up. But what if they're not fucked up? What if we've, what if um, a lot of you guys have been abducted and they just came and took you in your sleep and you had no idea and you just came back and you didn't even know it? They just yoinked you right out of your bed and they're like, hmm, this guy's. Fat and juicy Yoink Let's pick him up Let's shove something up his ass See what he's all about What's up with that too? I don't know where that came up The the anal probe Is that the best way to figure out Everything about somebody Is just shoving something up their ass That's a little weird But I mean I'm not one to judge Aliens can do what they do Do your thing I don't know But I think that Aliens are out there There's There's gotta be other life out there You can go listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about space for days and not gain any knowledge. You'll just have your mind fucking blown. Your brain will just be like jello in there because you can't fathom. There's literally no way to fathom how big our universe is and then other universes and shit like that and the expanding universe and all these theories and stuff like that. How do we know? There's no way to know. And I don't think we'll ever know in our lifetime, in my lifetime anyway. Like what the meaning of life is, you know, figuring out where these other life forms are, figuring out why the fuck Pluto isn't a planet anymore. I don't understand that. But the closest thing that I can, a story that I remember about, it wasn't really being abducted by aliens, but it kind of came up. So me and my buddy Nick, Nick Walsh music, um, he wrote the, he didn't write, he performed, he performs the... Intro song, the intro song that you hear all the time. He's in Nashville kicking it, making some good music, hopefully. Going to put out an album soon, hopefully, Nick. You listening? Put an album out, you fucking asshole. Anyway, one of my best friends, we were in high school, and I was going out to like stay at his house for the night or whatever. And we're driving out there, and I'm following him out to his house. He lived out in the country or whatever at the time. And I'm following him out, and he starts just taking off, right? Just... Fucking hauling ass down this gravel road And I can't really keep up with him He's the dust from You know the gravel I can't really see All of a sudden I can't see his lights Whatever I know where his house is So I go out to his house And I'm sitting there and nobody's there i was like oh shit what the hell happened So I get out of my car I'm like trying to text him or call him or something And he comes in the driveway And he's got his headlights off Excuse me he's got his headlights off I thought that was fucking weird So he comes over and he gets out of his car, and he's kind of freaked out looking. He's kind of almost shaking. And I was like, why the hell did you have your headlights off? And he said something like, oh, I saw somebody pull in the driveway, and I didn't know who it was. It freaked me out, and then I found out it was you. I asked him, how the hell did I get in front of you? There's only one way to get out here. How did I get in front of you? He said, I don't know, man. I'm freaking out. There's no. You didn't pass me or nothing, blah, blah, blah. You didn't pass me. And so I'm freaking out. This is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. I was like, dude, I hit a fucking time portal. I'm in the matrix right now. This was like some serious weird shit going on. It was just a creepy feeling. It was late at night. I'm driving. I'm following Nick out. Can't see Nick anymore. All of a sudden I beat him there. What the fuck just happened? And. We go about 30 minutes just having a conversation back and forth, trying to figure out how the fuck this happened. Um, It had to be some wormhole. I hit some wormhole and jumped in front of him, or he got abducted by aliens and, you know, sent up in the spaceship for 10 minutes and then came back down, blah, blah, blah. I have no fucking idea. Come to find out, this little jackass pulled off into a driveway somewhere, shut off his lights, let me go by him, and then he followed me there. So I don't know if Nick remembers that story or not, but it's kind of funny. But that was kind of my first real experience with something weird happen. And it wasn't it wasn't real, but it kind of opened your mind. Like, what the fuck could be happening out there, you know? What could be happening? Elon Musk is doing a lot of stuff to, you know, get us back into space, you know, the space race and all this stuff. He has SpaceX. Um but, yeah, they've sent shit up to the space station or whatever, sent satellites into orbit, and then their big thing is is their rocket can come back and land. whoopty fucking do. Okay, great. We don't have to waste all this money on a rocket ship that's going to come back into Earth's atmosphere and then just fucking crash into the ocean. Oh, uh, cool. Our rockets can land now. they fucking should. It's 2018. They fucking should. It just kind of pisses me off, you know I just want to I want to be in space But he talked about Mars um, Going to Mars And everybody says that You know, there could be life on Mars There's water on Mars They always say all this shit There's ice or whatever So that says, oh, water Because ice is water But He compares it to Somebody asked asked him, I think Somebody asked him, like Oh, is this Um, going to be a getaway for rich people If you're super rich, can you get away and take a spaceship up and go to Mars? And it was kind of interesting listening to him talk about it He said that there is a chance of death getting there And then once you get to Mars, there's a chance that you fucking die there The conditions are horrible So taking a trip to Mars is not going to be for the rich people Who would be so fucking stupid to risk their life doing something like this? Even after multiple times, multiple tries, multiple successful attempts, it's always going to be that huge, huge risk. He compared it to climbing Mount Everest. A lot of people climb Mount Everest for the thrill of it or for the accolades and stuff like that, but people die climbing Mount Everest. They die all the time because it's just that risk. So it's not a getaway for rich people. Which is kind of disappointing because that would be sick to go to another fucking planet. I love Star Wars. Fucking love Star Wars. Um, bouncing around from fucking galaxy to galaxy and going fucking speed of light. You know, all that stuff going ludicrous speed in space balls. I've given the opportunity in my lifetime. I'm 24 years old now. It could happen. I don't know what's going to happen in... 40 years. I have no idea. I could be retired. I could be a multi-billionaire. Um all directly from this podcast. So you guys need to make sure you like and subscribe and favorite and all that stuff. So appreciate it. Leave a good review at the bottom. iTunes, Spotify, whatever. Going to be a multi-billionaire from this podcast. Be retired, be kind of kicking it at home or whatever, my mansion on the beach, be like, "Oh, Fuck this, I want to go hang out with the aliens Up at Galaxy Sixer Galaxy 69 And see what they're doing over there And go kick it with them That's one option The other option Or the other The rate that we're going The more probable option is that We're all going to be stuck here grounded And maybe by that time we have been to the moon In 40 years I hope it doesn't take that fucking long I don't think it should, but didn't they play golf on the moon? Shouldn't somebody go finish that hole out at least? At least go get your ball. I don't know. That's just me. Buzz Aldrin or something like that went up there and played some golf. Elon Musk is doing some funny things, though. So I think they've came. so, So let me backtrack. They're building a tunnel. The Boring Company is what it's called uh they 're making this tunnel, this mass transit system underneath the four o nine or whatever in uh los angeles um so los angeles huge city um has problems with traffic like they would obviously, so in order to you know combat that, Elon Musk decided that he 's just going to build tunnels, and what you can do the you know the models that they 've shown is you drive your car over this little thing and it lowers you down into this tunnel and puts you on this little pod thing like that. And just down this tunnel you go, I'm sure it's magnet powered or something like that. Send you 200 miles an hour uh, down this tunnel. And so that you don't have to take the subway and, you know, not have a car and have to walk and stuff. You still have your car. Um, But instead of taking two hours to get across town, it takes 15 seconds or whatever the fuck it's going to take. They've run into a hiccup, I think, I'm not sure, some planning committee. You would think that it would be super easy to just fucking dig a tunnel wherever you want, but somehow they run into problems. I don't know how the hell they even got this started. Uh, When I listened to him on another podcast, he said basically it's just like digging a hole in the ground. You can go dig a hole in your backyard if you want to. But it didn't really make a lot of sense. Surely there's got to be so I don't know if he's just not connected or what, but surely there's somebody you have to go talk to uh, in the city of Los Angeles that says, hey, is it okay to build this massive fucking tunnel that sends cars 16,000 miles an hour? Yeah, sure. Why not? Go ahead. I don't know. LA doesn't seem like the best place to do that. I guess I don't understand earthquakes that well, but... I know there's earthquakes over there somewhere. So I don't know how that would affect a tunnel in the ground. Maybe it doesn't, maybe it's just surface level, I guess. I don't know how far down they're digging is the other thing, but it was interesting to hear him talk about the tunnels because there's so much unused space in the ground that you can use. Obviously when you get up too high, you know, you're having to deal with pressure and things like that, but I'm sure this I'm not a fucking scientist. Why the hell are you listening to me? I'm just a drunk guy on a podcast. But Elon Musk is a fucking weirdo. 100%. I'd love to meet him. Love to talk to him. Love to kind of pick his brain, even though there's no way I could because he's so goddamn smart. But super rich, super smart, has all the keys. Good for him. I'm voting for him. Not voting for him. I'm rooting for him. I hope he does all the things that he wants to do. Building of the tunnels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a rocket ship that fucking lands itself. Blah, blah, blah. I don't give a shit. Get us back to the moon. Get us to another planet. Good to go. Get us to the sun. Take us to the sun, Elon. Fuck it. Send one. Fucking send it, bruh. Let me throw a little plug in here. Uh, we are on social media at Beer Breath Pod on Twitter. Uh, we have our Facebook page, Beer Breath Podcast. We're on Instagram. Snapchat is kind of weird. Don't Snapchat us. It's not working. We'll figure that out later. Uh, But we're on social media. We've got a Gmail account too, beerbreathpodcast at gmail.com. A lot of you listeners know us personally, so just fucking text me or whatever. (laughs) But I'm going to get a little sentimental here towards the end of the podcast. We do appreciate all of you guys listening. Um We're having a lot of fun doing these episodes and we've got some things lined up in the future that I think you're really going to like. We think that you're really going to like this. Um, Like I said, loving doing this stuff. It's kind of a little getaway for us, especially for me anyway. Um, You know, you go through the work week or whatever. It gives me something to look forward to going to record these episodes, um, hang out with my buddies, drink a beer or two, drink a couple beers Uh, and just bullshit. It's the same old bullshit. And you guys do probably all of you guys have your friends or whatever that you toss one back and have a little conversation. We're just recording ourselves just in case somebody else wants to listen. Um, this is, it's really fun to do this podcasting thing. And I really want us to be successful at it. So we're all working really hard to bring entertaining information to you guys. Um, not necessarily informative, but So information doesn't work there. Not, excuse me, not necessarily informative, but something to just kind of pass the day or whatever. I know a lot of people listen to podcasts on their way to work, if they're in the gym or whatever. Some people listen while they're at work. Uh, So we're trying to be entertaining during those times for you. And we appreciate you guys coming back every episode to listen to the Beer Breath Podcast. One way that you can support us is by subscribing to the podcast. If you listen to it on Apple iTunes or whatever, Apple Podcast or um, Google Play or Spotify, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review. Leave us a five-star review. Let us know how we're doing. Um, A lot of listeners that we have have some interesting stories to tell. And we're going to get a schedule going. We want to be able to talk to those listeners Um, and share their story or um, find an audience for them as well. So doing my part, we're all doing our part to schedule those meeting times. We have our little studio set up. We're in there doing, recording these podcasts. We're doing our best. We've gotten multiple, multiple uh, suggestions that we make our podcast mobile. So in the future, Looking to make that mobile, go on the road, uh, do some interviews, do some conversations with the listeners, with people who have those interesting stories, etc. Uh, so 2019, I think, is going to be huge for the Beer Breath podcast, and we hope that you are all with us. We hope that you come back. We hope that you're enjoying uh, these entertainment experiences that you're having right now. Like I said, getting a little sentimental, but from the bottom of my heart, uh, and I speak for all of us in the Beer Breath Crew, that we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, We appreciate your input and all that stuff. Hit us with the retweets, hit us with the likes, hit us with the follows. Follow us on all social media, Um, and make sure to share those episodes. We tweet out those episodes whenever they come about, Uh, so... If you think that the internet the uh content is funny, if you think that the podcast is good, share it with friends. Your friends might think it's good. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they'll buy you food. Maybe they'll buy you a beer for suggesting a great podcast. They're like, "Hey, Douglas, it's a great fucking podcast that you told me about. You want to go get a beer? I'm buying." You know, some of those perks. Our listeners get those perks. You never know. Before I forget, let me uh Talk about this Watchman IPA. Again, Empyrean Brewing Company. No free ads, but, uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Brewers. 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 Brewery. Brewers. Brew. Dude, I have a speech impediment. Something fierce. Watchman IPA. 12 fluid ounces in this bottle. I don't know why that was just an anomaly. An anomaly. Why do I pick these words to say if I can't fucking say them? An anomaly. That, I don't know what beer it was, but it was like 11.6 ounces or some bullshit. I don't know. But 12 fluid ounces. Good for you. It's an IPA. Lincoln Brewing. Lincoln, Nebraska Brewing Company. I don't know what it is, but this is like one of the best, ooh, that's close. This is one of the better IPAs that I've had, like I said said it before I'll say it again I'm not a beer head I'm not a beer snob my favorite beer is free and my second favorite beer is cold uh but this is one of the better IPAs that I've had I'll try some more and I'll try to compare it this is not the this is not the holy grail by any means at this point but it's just I don't know it's at the top of the list right now for IPAs. What was I talking about? Oh yeah. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate everything that you do. We appreciate everything you do. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm by myself today. It's only been me in the podcast on the podcast today. Um, shout out to the guys short crew on Wednesday. Uh, but they put, to, put together a great episode. Um, it was good to listen to talking about K-State football, coaching carousel, all that stuff. Uh I hope that you're enjoying the sports talk as well. We hope we our goal is to give you a good mixture of sports and bullshit. And it's been a lot of bullshit. Sports has been kind of boring, especially for the K-State crew, KU crew as well. Uh but we want to bring you those outlooks from kind of the everyday fan. So maybe a little bit more knowledgeable than some fans but we'd like to give you our input and spark some conversation, spark some arguments, things like that. Big arguments coming in the future, I feel like. Big arguments. Um so I'm looking forward to that and we hope you are as well. With that being said, I'm going to wrap up the episode. It's been I've been talking to myself for 50 minutes. I'm staring at the wall. If I can kind of If you can picture this in your head, I'm in a hotel in Norfolk, Nebraska by myself looking at a dirty room at this point and I'm staring at a wall talking to myself, having this full conversation by myself. Can anybody else on the planet do that? Am I a fucking lunatic? I have no idea. I might be in a mental facility by the time next episode comes. Here's the outlook before I wrap up. Big things happening in the Beer Breath podcast for 2019. We're going to be bringing you episodes every week, like we always do, no matter what, rain or shine, we're going to be in your ears. Now, with that being said, might be crossing the line here on what I should say, but two episodes a week might be low right now. You think? two episodes a week might be too low Two less than one hour long episodes might be too low. I have no idea. I'm not sure what 2019 is going to bring. We haven't even been doing this a full year. We started this in March, April, somewhere in there sometime this last spring. Uh, So we're still learning. We're still trying to figure things out, but the biggest motivating factor that can happen for the beer breath podcast is people listen. So, Again, tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your fucking dog. I don't give a shit. Tell them about the podcast. Have them listen. Have them join in on the conversation. <laughs> I choke on my spit. Oh my God. Have them listen to the podcast. I got a little sentimental at the end there. I'm sorry. I'm handful or two beers. Drowned. I'm drowned. I'm going to call in some food. Where's the. uh? Where's the room service menu at? Let me wrap up. Watchman IPA. Good beer. Herd Law. Can cater. Honey Wheat Ale. Good beer. Recommending them both. Go try them out. Thumbs up on the review. Thumbs up. Especially the Watchman. I don't know what it is, but Watchman IPA. I hope I can get this stuff at home. I'm giving out so many free ads right now. Nobody's paying me to talk about this shit. This is bullshit. All right. Thank you for listening. I've spoke way too long, especially by myself. Appreciate you guys listening. Love you all. Be back Wednesday. We will be hopefully a full crew on Wednesday next week. Uh, Don't know what we're going to talk about yet. Who fucking knows? Hope you're there with us. Join in on the conversation. Follow us on social media. Love you. Goodbye.